Mr. District Attorney, starring David Bryan. Mr. District Attorney, champion of the people, defender of truth, guardian of our fundamental rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And it shall be my duty as district attorney not only to prosecute to the limit of the law all persons accused of crimes perpetrated within this county, but to defend with equal vigor the rights and privileges of all its citizens. Tonight's story, The Case of the Murderous Junkman. And now, here is our star, David Bryan, as Paul Garrett, Mr. District Attorney. The District Attorney knows that crime has its roots in emotion, and of these, the most deadly is greed. This case started in a large, badly kept junkyard on the outskirts of town near the city dump. The junk dealer and his wife are seated at the dinner table in the ramshackle house, but the man isn't eating. He's reading a newspaper. Will you stop reading that thing and eat your supper, Nick? I ain't hungry. You've had your nose buried in a new car ad ever since you got the check from the salvage company. <laughs> Fat lot of good it's doing you. We can't buy one. Well, we could. I didn't have to pay that Mexican for helping me. Well, you do have to pay him, so stop daydreaming. New car. You ain't never going to do enough work on your own to get anything new, let alone a new car. You know what's good for your men, you'll stop picking on me. You could have taken the pipe and stuff out of those condemned buildings by yourself if you wasn't so lazy. Are you going to shut up? Or are you looking for a punch in the mouth? I didn't mean nothing. All right. Shut your trap and keep it shut. $1,800 for that pipe and I got to give half of it away. Well, there ain't nothing you can do about it, man. He knows you got the check. He was supposed to be as soon as the stuff was weighed out. You can't stall him much longer. He'll be coming over again tonight to ask for it. Yeah. That'll be him now, Nick. Yeah. Coming right up to the front porch. Looks like he owned the place. Get busy with your dishes. I'll handle him. I'd bring it to you when it come. I ain't got it yet. I can't give you what I ain't got. Please, Mr. Hover, I don't have to bother you, but my wife, she's sick. We're going to have another baby. With well, look, but I got troubles of my own, Morales. Well, I know you got the money, Mr. Hover. I called the salvage company to say everything you paid. Oh. <laughs> so you're checking up on me, are you? Now, look, Morales. I'm going to tell you what it'll do, I'll... Here. It's better than you deserve. Here. Here's $50. For three months' work? Uh, go on, take it. No, we'll just call it square. And if you don't like it, you and your family can get out of that shack of mine by morning. Oh, no, Mr. Robert, you don't keep me. I want my money. All my money, $900. You better take this 50 while you can, Morales. Because it's all you're going to get. Mr. Robert, if you don't pay me now, I go tomorrow to the law. The law? <laughs> Why, you know... Mr. Hall, please! You'll take that 50. You'll sign that paper right now or I'm going to beat the life out of you. 
calendars, men. Rollins and I just made a deal. In the second drawer, on the... No, don't sign no paper, Mr. Robert. No. Come back here, Morales. Come here. I've got to the room. You ain't going far. Nick. Nick, no, not the shotgun. Yeah, let go of me. Oh. Nick, you're crazy. Morales, come back here. No. All right, then. You ain't never going to reach that Sanitation boys found them. We're bulldozing some of those ash heaps to level them out. It's a good thing they saw him, Harrington. If he ever ran the bulldozer across here, he'd been buried for good. Yeah. Doc says he's been dead about 40 hours. You say the missing persons bureau has a report on the man of this description? Uh-huh. Report was filed yesterday by a Mrs. Morales. Said her husband didn't come home the night before last. Well, that fits in with a bunch of time. The doc says he's been dead. Well, let's get a better look. Not gun killing, huh? Yeah, yeah. He got it behind the head and through the back. Heavy charge. Gun was probably 12 gauge. You know where Morales lived? Yeah. One of those shacks on the edge of the dump someplace. None of them have any address. But when Mrs. Morales made the missing person report, she said the shack belonged to a junk dealer named Hubbard. Although it beats me how Hubbard owns anything that's standing on city property. Where is Hubbard's junkyard? Well, it's uh, way down at the end of the dump. About a mile and a half, that's high board fence. Hey, you see it? Yeah. You'll have to drive around past the gas works to get to it. There's no direct way from here, unless you want to ruin your car. Yeah, I'll go around. Howard may be able to give us some information about Morales. I'll meet you in town when I'm finished. Okay, Chief. Yeah, we uh, heard about it maybe an hour ago. Somebody called to tell my husband. Let me turn this washing machine off, will you? So old you can't hear nothing when it's gone. Everything we've got is old. Junk my husband picked up someplace. Well, where is your husband now, Mrs. Hubbard? Oh, he uh, drove over to the shack to tell Mrs. Morales. And maybe there wasn't something he could do for her and the kids. Morales sometimes works for my husband. Well, so I understand. Did Morales ever come here? Here to your home, I mean. Only when he had some business with Nick, my husband. When was the last time? Well, I can't say for sure, Mr. Garrett. Like I said, he'd come to see Nick on business. You'd probably be around when he came, though. When was the last time you saw him? Well, I can't say for sure. I'm... 
time to upset the thing. Well, that next truck coming, I'll make a note, I'll tell you. This here man is Mr. Garrett, the district attorney. Oh. Well, sure glad to know you, Mr. Garrett. Seemed like an old friend. I voted for you so often. Uh, thank you, Mr. Hubbard. Hey, is, is this your car? Mm-hmm. Boy, sure is slick looking. I must ride like a dream. Nick, Mr. Garrett wants to know something about Morales. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I just left his widow. You know, this thing's hit her kind of hard you feel awful sorry for her and them kids. Just a few things I want to know, Hubbard. When did you see Morales last? Your wife couldn't remember. Hmm? Well, you sure, sure are upset, man. Now, you ought to remember Morales stopped by here night before last. Well, I, I, I wasn't sure. Night before last. Hmm? What time? Well, it was just after we finished supper. Eight o'clock, maybe. Hmm. Same night he was killed. Huh? You... You mean he's been dead that long? Well, that's what the coroner thinks. You have any reason to think differently? Well, I... Well, I mean, he was only found this morning. He's been missing since the night before last, though. His wife reported that to the police yesterday. You knew that, didn't you? Well, sure I knew it, but... Well, I, I figured he was off celebrating with that roll of money he had. What roll of money? Money I paid him for the job we did together. You mean you paid him when he stopped... By here the night before last? Sure. Sure, I handed him $900. Wait. Wait a minute. What, Hubbard? Something Mrs. Morales told me. Uh, just a while ago when I was over there. Somebody dropped in on Morales the night he disappeared. Who? One of the shantytown bums, a guy named Shorty. Morales wasn't there when he came. This Shorty waited around for a while, she said, and then he, then he said he, he'd walk across the dump toward my place, see if he couldn't meet Morales on the way. You know, you ask me, this shorty may be the man you're after. Sounds like a strong possibility, Hubbard. I'm going to see Mrs. Morales and get more information about shorty, whoever he is. Want to tell me how to get there? Well, uh, I'll do better than that, Mr. Garrett. I'll, I'll drive over with you. Oh, fine. Let's go. Goodbye, Mrs. Hubbard. Uh, bye, man. I'll be back later. Oh, uh, okay if we take your car, Mr. Garrett? Sure. You know, you jumps around too much in my old truck. Ought to be a pleasure for me to ride in a new job like yours, eh? Stop in. Yeah. Ah, oh, boy. Sure is smooth. I'm going to get me a new car soon. Ah, sure does hum, don't you? Yeah. Now, which way do I go? Hmm? Oh, uh, through the gate and turn left. Sure is a shame, Bob Morales. That I uh, guess you ain't gonna have much trouble finding your killer once Mrs. Morales tells you where to look for that that fellow Shorty, huh? Seems like he had a motive, all right. Sounds like the killer to me. I hope you get him, Mister Garrett. Morales was a mighty fine worker, mighty fine. Hate to see anybody get away with killing him. Oh man, yeah, this this is a fine car, ain't it? Hey, just just listen to her purr. The body of Juan Morales, a junk man's helper, had been found in the city dump. 
The dead man's employer directed me to a threadbare but cleanly scrubbed shack where the widow lived with two wide-eyed kids who clung to their mother's skirt. There was heartbreak in her eyes, but she kept it smothered for the sake of the children until she sent them out so we could talk. Go. Go. Man the back. He beat them. Just Rosa from her dog. I try not to cry when they are near me. Take it easy, Mr. Marley. What is easy? Life is hard for me, for them. And now they have no further to turn to. Now, now, everything's going to be all right. I told you you can stay on here, rent-free. We didn't want to stay here. We were going to move away to, to the apartment house where the new baby that is going to come. As soon as you gave one his money, why do you make him wait so long? Oh, well, for I... For three days, every day he asks you for his share. And you keep saying that you don't give the check yet. What is this, Hubbard? Oh, well, I... I didn't want to give Juan the money. I... I wanted to give it to Mrs. Morales here. I, I asked him to bring her down to the house to collect it. Why? To make sure it went to her and the kids, that's all. Mrs. Morales, Herbert says you told him about somebody coming here to borrow money from your husband the night he didn't come home. He must go work his father at the brickyard one time, three years ago. They called him Shorty. His name is Shorty Davis. Did you tell him that your husband had gone over to Hubbard's? Then he said he would not wait anymore. He would walk across the dump and try to meet Juan. Then he went away. Where does Shirley live? I don't know. The shack of that way. I'll have my men check them all. They'll get him. I'll see that somebody comes to give you some help, Mrs. Marley. Goodbye for now. Goodbye. Come on, Hubbard. I'll drive you home. Morales killing Mr. Garrett. Well, thanks, Miss Miller. Any report on Shirley Davis yet? I don't know, but Harrington got his way in. All right. Anything worthwhile in this? A few things, I think. The shotgun pellets followed a downward trajectory, indicating that the gun was fired from above and behind the victim. Hi, Chief. Oh, hello, Harrington. Just got the ballistics report. Yeah, I know. Morgan handed me a copy when I passed the lab. I read it in the elevator on the way up. And what about Shirley Davis? Yeah, we're too late, Chief. Looks like he's making a run. Why? I well, located his shack. A few of the dump trance that he took off a couple of hours ago with his clothes and a bundle. You put out an all-points bulletin? Yeah, gave it to the radio division a half hour ago. He won't run too far. They spot him. Well, how come? He's got a bad leg. Broke it in a transit accident on the subway three months ago. Got a civil suit pending against the transit company. Supposed to come up in court tomorrow, but he won't be there. I want that courtroom covered just the same. Yeah, it will be. Well, he's the kind of... I'll get it. District attorney's office. That's right, Lieutenant. Good, I'll tell him. He'll probably be over right away. He's in at Levis from the 9th Precinct. One of his prowl cars just picked up Shorty Davis. They're holding him. Good. Come on, honey. Let's go. Levis say what I picked him up? Yes, sir, the railroad yard. He was trying to get into an empty boxcar on a southbound freight. Not that he had to take a freight train. What do you mean by that? Levis says he had a couple hundred dollars in his pocket. Come on. All right, Shorty. 
Just sit down right there. Across the table. Yeah. Hello, won't somebody tell me why them cops picked me up? I ain't done nothing. If you haven't, you've got nothing to worry about. Where are you heading for? Florida. I've got a bad leg. I want to get where it's warm. Why, the Russians. You've been around here a couple of months with that bear, well, right? I, I couldn't go before. They're rough on tramps down there. I was waiting to get some money. Well, apparently you've got it all right. And we want to know where you got it. Well, I got it from the subway company. I busted my leg in the subway. Your suit doesn't come up before the judge until tomorrow morning. Yeah, well, we settled it out of court yesterday. You give me $300. It won't take long to find out if you're telling the truth. Who's your lawyer? Robert Hoxie over on Center Street. Call him, Hangman. Right. Listen, mister... Tell me something, will you? What do you think I got the money? You'll find out later, Shorty. You have the whole 300 you claim you settled for? Yeah. Well, all except a couple of bucks I spent for eating. What time did you leave your shack this morning? Oh, left it early. As soon as I knew the bank was open, I could get my money. They give me a check. And you didn't know that Juan Morelli's was found dead this morning? Dead? Morelli's? Murdered. He was murdered the night you stopped by his shack to see him. Oh, I never got to see him that night. But you did stop by the shack. Yeah, but he wasn't home. His wife could tell you that. Asked her, huh? The story about the money is legitimate, Chief. I know it is. I'm telling you the truth. And just keep on telling it. Mrs. Morales told you where her husband went that night, didn't she? Just as he was over to Hubbard's junkyard. Didn't you say you were going down there to meet him? Yeah, that's right. Look, I wanted to buy a couple of bucks, see, because one knew me. We worked together once, and we used to borrow, you know, from each other, and I always paid him back. We're not checking you for a credit rating, Shorty. What we want to know is what happened after you met Morales. I, I didn't ever meet him. I told you. I must have waited, oh, half hour, maybe. Then I seen the Hubbards come walking through the gate. Walking? And you didn't let them know you were there. Why? Oh, I'll tell you why, mister. I didn't want Hubbard asking me what I was doing on his property at night when he was out. Yeah. What were you afraid of? A shotgun, if you want to know. A shotgun. He's a mean guy. You'd ask anybody in Shantytown. He thinks everybody's crooked. He's afraid they'll cart some of that junk off and sell it off to another junkie. He has a shotgun, huh? Ooh, you bet he does. He near blasted one of the guys once. The Hubbards could have been walking back from the dump, Harrington. You mean they might have packed Morales' body out there? Why would they kill him? Hubbard's been stalling Morales on some money he owed him. And his excuse was full of holes. <laughs> I'm going to call Miss Miller. Shorty can repeat when he told us and sign it. Garrett, Miss Miller, I want you to take a cab over here to the 9th Precinct. Take a statement from Shorty Davis. Have him sign it. Was it confession? No, he's not the man. Whoever the man is, I hope you get him soon. Why? What's the matter? Mrs. Morales collapsed at the morgue after she identified her husband's body. Had to take her to General Hospital. How bad is it? She lost the baby she was carrying, Mr. Garrett. I'll see you later. What are you so mad about, Chief? I don't want to talk about it right now. Listen, Shorty. Yeah? How did you get into Hubbard's yard? If you were so afraid of him, you didn't use the gate. No! There's, uh, there's a couple of loose boards in a fence. You know, a part that runs right alongside the dump? Thanks. We're going to have a look at that place, Hankin, without being seen. What's she watering with that hose, Chief? No plants or anything growing there, not even grass. I know. She's been at it for some time, too. <sighs> What's she want a mud puddle in the middle of the yard for? The rest of the place looks like it never got water. Come on. 
You gonna let her see it? I want to find out why she's doing that. Hubbard isn't around. He's stuck his gun. Good evening, Mrs. Hubbard. Oh. oh, hello. You frightened me. Excuse me, let's take this off. I'll get it. The ground seems kind of dry. It's wet enough now. At least this one spot is. Wet enough to cover any blood stains that might have seeped into the ground. Well, I don't understand what you mean. Don't you? Have a good look around here, Harrington. What are you looking for? Maybe I can help you. We find what we want. We won't need your help. If there was anything, Chief, washed away for good. Much an inch thick all the way over to that old car cushion on the ground. It's a car cushion. Look at it, Harrington. Hmm? I don't see. Hey. Hey. It's riddled with small holes. The same kind of holes that shotgun pellets might make. The full charge didn't hit Morales. Someone went past him. He didn't kill Morales. He didn't. He committed two murders if the truth is known, Mrs. Hubbard, because Mrs. Morales just lost the new baby she was expecting. Oh, no. Where's the shotgun? In the house. I'll show you. He started watering there after you brought him back from Morales' shack. And he told me to do it. Keep wetting it down good till it was all soaked. is behind that bureau hanging on nails. He put it there. Yeah, 12 gauge, all right, Chief. Maybe I ain't a good wife. Maybe I shouldn't have told him. But I feel better about it now. Some night, maybe I'll sleep again. I'd have to be old enough. Where's your husband now, Mrs. Hubbard? I don't know. He just walked out this afternoon whistling. Whistling like he owned the world. Chief. Keep it. The car just turned into that gate. That don't sound like Nick's truck. It isn't a truck, Mrs. Hubbard. It's a car. A brand new car. Get away from the window, Harrington. Smith! Hey, Smith! Come out and give your eyes a treat. Don't answer him. Smith! Hey, man, why didn't you... I, uh, I forgot to... Don't move it. You know this shotgun is loaded. It's yours. I told him, Nick. What? I told him everything. How you tried to keep her out of how you shot him in the trap. You're crazy. No, you don't. Don't try that again. Now get up. Uh, you finally got a new car, didn't you, Nick? You know where you're going to drive it, don't you? You know where? Come on, Nick. This time we'll use your car. Mr. District Attorney is a presentation of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service.